Somebody's got a case of the Manic Mondays. This week on the Story Song Podcast. everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode on this show, we walk you through the wonderful world of a story song. And this week, mm-hmm. uh, we're doing part two of our uh, impromptu two-part series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, songs written but not performed by Prince. That's right. Because we're doing Manic Monday. Mm-hmm. By the Bangles. Mm-hmm. Guys, do you remember where you were when you learned the song was written by Prince? Because <laughs> I feel I like was I was sitting all... right here, uh, right. listening to you guys. Uh, no, it was it was two minutes ago. I, I will tell you this. Um, That's not true. This song was not written by Prince, according to the sleeve of the of the record. But we'll get into that later. Oh, ooh, that was a good oh, teaser for he, part two. Did he, use like a, did he use a pseudonym? Yeah, I'm not saying nothing, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned. I learned uh, the word last pseudonym. Episode, I just learned it's <laughs> that um, it's that, it's that uh, Phil Collins song. Yep. But um, <laughs> anyway, all right. So manic Monday, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel. Can you please tell us the story of this story song? Uh, this is an everyday story of a woman who is frazzled. Well, I mean, I, it's technically one day. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but it's technically <laughs> it is one day out. by definition out in the title, <laughs> not an everyday hate, story. I hate both of you. Um, uh. This is going to be the story of how a woman uh, <laughs> defriended two of her longest, longest running friends. Um, no, Aww. this is, you're fine. Um, this is the story. Damn, you're of, fine. You don't like, <laughs> no, I was going to say. Well, because she said she's defriending her long her, her her long term friends, of which we are not. That's she right. Does not no. like me. Uh, mm-hmm. We are we are at best acquaintances. So mm-hmm. she can't you mm-hmm. can't defriend someone you're not a friend with. Mm-hmm. Coworkers, mm-hmm. co-hosts. You know how you can tell yeah. that um, we're not friends. I when when we yeah. text each other, I always end the text saying "best comma Rachel." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yours sincerely. Yep. Warm regards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, what were we Please. talking about? So this um, is a story. <laughs> uh, this song is the story of a woman who is running late to work and is frazzled um, mm. because the night before her, what seems to be deadbeat boyfriend, either wanted to go out or wanted to make that sweet, sweet love on a Sunday. Yeah. On a Sunday. <laughs> the Lord's Day. Let's do <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> That's the whole story. That is the story.
this is a common question we always ask, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah. Just to start it off here. Who's she talking to? Is she is she telling this to someone? Is she just thinking it to herself? Maybe she's looking into the mirror while she's like hurriedly putting on her makeup. <laughs> uh. It's either that or now it's lunchtime and she's telling her coworker Janice. Okay. I mean, that would cut because she makes a sarcastic comment coming up. So that would make sense. Maybe if she's relaying this, <laughs> but I feel like, like annoyedly to a friend. She didn't say it was six o'clock. How did six o'clock come around so quickly? It's six o'clock already. Right. I think this is happening in the moment. And maybe mm. she's talking to the alarm clock. Like okay. there's, a, okay. there's a dialogue going on and somebody's like, here's today's news on the, on the radio. And yeah. she's like, six o'clock already. Oh no. Right. Six o'clock I do morning. get the sense she's very like infomercial lady. Like <laughs> where. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Yeah, where where the alarm clock uh, starts alarming, and she right. she turns towards and she's like six o'clock already, <laughs> right? And then the screen goes black and white and freezes. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, she like reach for the for the alarm clock and then falls out of bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they're like, the new. She reaches for the alarm clock and like all these like Tupperware lids just start falling all over the place. <laughs> uh, in the morning, when you reach your alarm clock, is it not covered in chia seeds? It's <laughs> a new chia alarm clock. Oh man, the alarm. There's got to be a better way. Chia, until you hit it and and yeah. water it. <laughs> There's yeah. got to be a better <laughs> that's, way. That's how you get turned off is you have the water yeah. in order to make it stop. Uh, I know we've had this conversation before, but six o'clock in the morning as a mm. wake up time. Uh, Late. I know. <laughs> got to get up earlier. Though. I mean, holy Moses. I don't know how people do it. I mean, again, where is she working? Like morning drive time radio? Uh, like, why do you got to get up this early? Well, we'll get into it in the, in the next, in the, in the next verse, but. I don't understand why she's getting up this early. She I just has such so a commute. Much time. She, yeah, what is she? Is she Joe Biden going from Delaware to D.C.? <laughs> like, what is happening? You guys, is taking this song Amtrak? about a 1986 era Joe Biden <laughs> taking Amtrak to D.C. every day? <laughs> Let's figure oh, it out. Hold man. on. Hold on. I'm, I'm currently Googling does... Joe Biden dream about Valentine. <laughs> we all know it's true. Uh, I guys, what is it? Can I ask? No, let me ask you this question. Yeah. When your web browser starts flashing red and it says you are being investigated by the FBI, what does that mean? <laughs> is that a virus? Should I don't I don't click on it. I click on it. See what happens. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then head for Canada. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just a uh, travelocity page with flights to Canada pop up. That's weird. <laughs> They got my back. Um, you were going to say something, Rachel. I'm sorry. Nope. Don't remember. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of that, so she was just in the middle of a dream. I was kissing Valentino by a crystal blue Italian screen. Um, Valentino. Let's uh-huh. talk about it. That guy has Who some is... staying power. I know, because he's like, isn't he like, he's a silent film star, He is a right? silent Even... film star. This is 19... 19- 86. Right. 
this is but you say valentino now people know who or at least have a sense of who you're talking about like what you're talking about but they're not dreaming of him right she's she's a big silent film fan (laughs) or she's or she's older than we think yeah or she has like <laughs> she has this great setup in her living room, like with a with a projector and mm. and a giant screen because there, there weren't like flat screen TVs then. So she would have sure. a movie screen, and a projector, and and she hires a guy to like play piano. Um, <laughs> oh sure, because there's no dialogue. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? I mean, that I I always wondered why Valentino. I get that like he's the original sex symbol and stuff, but. He doesn't have to be. He doesn't corner the market on sex dreams. I guess no, but it's a, it's it's an archetype, right? Who was it? Banana Rama who had that song "Kissing Robert De Niro" or whatever. You know, no, it was "Talking Italian" with Robert De Niro. No, you guys know what I'm talking no. about. No. Oh yeah, no, they they had a song. All right, oh. doesn't matter. Um, so um, is that about them being in love with Robert De Niro? Well, I mean, I guess like. You know, mid '80s De Niro. I mean, he was sexy. That's the right? thing. That's I don't know. you just prove the point by using someone like Valentino. There is a classicness to it. Whereas sure. if it was like random 1986 heartthrob, right? It the song wouldn't hold up. Val Kilmer. Here, here's the problem. Who's in, who's I the '86 heart? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. No, Cruise is too weird. Richard Gere. No, at 86, though? Why, is that too early? What about Michael Douglas? In in Wall Street? Come on, we're missing the stone. (laughs) Okay, Michael, I get your point. Just this conversation is proving your point. (laughs) Dan and I can't even decide Um, which 86 actor (laughs) should be in this this dream, in this romance dream. Well, so, but but here's the thing. It is an old, it is a, it's an old reference even in 1986. Yes, right. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Um, I think there's two things. One, I think there's a good chance that Prince is a total weirdo and doesn't know what normal people think about. <laughs> um, and he, he's the one with a private film screening room where he watches old sound films. I guess the other question is, well, first of all, Michael, when you were like, people still know who he is. The three of us know who he is. I'm right. sure if you asked an average person on the street, they would guess it's a Ninja Turtle. But... <laughs> Wait a I guess <laughs> is he not a Ninja Turtle? <laughs> but is Valentino, is that more like saying Romeo, right? It's yes. more of an archetype yeah. yes. than yes. a person. Um, okay. I don't I... think you have to know his entire filmography, but I think you, sure. you have an idea of what his persona is. Right. Right. So just FYI, I got real curious to see who we could put in here based on. Okay. And I said popular actors in 1986. and. Mm. <laughs> the number one ranked actor for that year that came up, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> oh, so the goots. So See? you don't, the goots. So work that into this song. She could be making out with the goots. <laughs> work Steve by, Gutenberg by into this song. Stream. Sure, absolutely. Oh man, like, hot off of. I mean, 
Do you think she's imagining she's kissing Steve Gutenberg while the guy who makes voice makes sounds is watching? Is that <laughs> while he while he well, it's him. It's a robot. And then it's a bunch of old people who are wanting to be yeah. young. Those are the people who are also in that dream. Oh, I like that. Yep. I like that. Little, um, little uh, Hume Cronin. Donna Michi. <laughs> that's, that's right. Sure. That's right. I was kissing right. Donna Michi by a crystal Italian <laughs> Wilfred Brimley, uh, that fits. Yeah. Don't even joke like that. I'd love to make out with Brimley. <laughs> so he would he would take you on a date to to like an early bird like uh oatmeal dinner. And then uh, you know, you'd stroll past a crystal blue Italian stream. And then you go in there, you'd feel more alive, and then you'd yep. realize there's an alien in it. That's the perfect date. But then she wakes up from her dream mm-hmm. and says, and I, I love the sarcasm here. Uh but I can't be late because I guess I just won't get paid. I guess that I just had to be it. I just won't get paid if I show up late to work. So uh, that's that's what makes you think maybe this is like grousing in the lunchroom, which is like, no, nah, I guess I just I guess I just won't get paid if I if I show up late. So I had to get the I had to get to work, uh, and yeah. I have a three hour commute. So <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I think I I still think that this is this is dialogue that's happening while she is frantically getting ready for work. Like if if she she's saying to herself, if I don't get there, I'm not going to get paid. That's that's her motivation. She doesn't want to go. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's well, freaking I, out. Michael. She's like, because I guess I, I, get, I guess I just won't get paid. Oh, way to go. Wait, way to go. Manic Monday. Way to go. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to call her. Uh, she's Manic no, Monday. I mean, Michael. Yeah. Michael, she definitely doesn't have the kind of dream where she I mean, the kind of job where she's like, I do it even if I didn't get paid. No, this is definitely a job where. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She she got to get paid. That's the only mm-hmm. reason she's doing. It. Oh yeah. Um, but also so, that's how jobs uh, work. So sorry, Monday. Sorry, that's just how. But jobs I work. I also feel like if maybe she has a job where it's like like she has to be there at nine. She gets there at like nine oh five, and they're like, you know what, you're not getting paid for the day. But please <gasps> continue to work. Ugh. Well, I mean, and she's got to quit that job. But yeah, get that. You, yeah, girl, quit that job. You don't need that job. <laughs> you have to be here exactly eight hours if you want to get paid. <laughs> Well, again, what if she's like, what if she's like one of those like QVC hosts and she has to be on the air at exactly nine o'clock? Like she mm. can't be late. That's true. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Like there's some jobs, Michael, you just can't be late. Okay. Just saying. QVC host. End of list. QVC host. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's the only one. Those uh, Christmas candles and brooches aren't going to sell themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. But exactly. you know what? They do. They re- no, they do. That's the thing. They could. They do. They do. No, I mean, they, they, I mean, with that kind of quality, you don't it's need, so good. You don't need much. And three um, payments. And, yeah, they're easy, easy payment easy plan. Easy installment plan. <laughs> but uh, I can't be like, then I guess I just won't, won't get paid. These are the days when you wish your bed was already made. I got a couple of questions. <laughs> one, how about you just don't make the bed? That's, there you go. Save yeah, yourself a little one. time. That's number one. Number two, if your bed was already made, then yeah, you would be sleeping in a made bed. That'd be weird. Mm-hmm. So, so that doesn't make any sense. I will say, every day is a day I wish my bed was already made. <laughs> not just Monday, and half the time it's just not made. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, uh, every day is a day I wish my bed was made, and every day is a day when I find a solution to that, which is to just not make it. Yeah. Um, is to just go on with my day, not giving it a second thought. I, I think I forget what it was. I think it was my father. There was a book he read or something or he 
it, where it was about, and I think this is like one of those like self-help things where mm. they say, you know, start the day, make your bed every day. Because yeah, yeah, that, that was like a famous thing that was going you've around. already started and, and accomplished something for the day. And I was like, right. wow, you're right. And then every morning I'm like, I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> well, it so. puts an unnecessary amount of pressure on the day because yeah. if you have a day like Manic Monday's having and you're just like, can't do it, cannot do it today. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's sitting there on the bus or on the train, however she gets to work, and she's like, wow. I've already accomplished nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I had, it's all I had a chance, one chance to accomplish something today, and I haven't. So right. today's yeah. not going to go great. Don't, I, no. I mean, there, there's, I mean, we need to like normalize just messy beds because when I walk into somebody's home and it is like, let's say they're like, not that I drop in on people because I'm not a creepazoid. But when people have right. their beds made, I just think to myself, why can't I be like that person? But day to day, <laughs> I mean, I need to know how many people, what the like percentage is of people who make their bed every day. Now, there are days I get up and when I make my bed, I am like, this is this is going to be a good day. And then the ah. day, of course, proves me wrong because yeah. Yeah, well, because life is meaningless. But at least I made that bed. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. have you have one of two thoughts. Like one, uh, I should have made the bed. I've already not accomplished something. Or two, why did I bother making the bed? Right, Today's right. already terrible. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rachel, you said we should normalize not making the bed. I just want to say I'm doing my part. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm Thank out you. Here. I'm out here on the front lines. Thank you. Uh trying you. to do that you're for the you. real hero. Um it's just another manic Monday. I wish it was Sunday. Because that's my fun day. My, I don't have to run. It's just another Manic Monday. Question. Mm-hmm. Is Sunday the fun day? Why? I know it rhymes. I know it rhymes. Mm-hmm. But that's Saturday. That's right? Saturday. Yes. Yeah. What? Even when I, he- I think, first heard this yeah. in the 80s, yeah. I thought to myself, what about Saturday? Yeah, what about Saturday? Saturday's the fun day because you don't have to get up the next day to go no. to work. No. Sunday is a constant <laughs> reminder. Well, it's, it's a constant drip. Yeah. Like, like, like IV drip of dread. <laughs> Knowing that every minute that goes by, you're one minute closer to having to go to yeah. work tomorrow. Yeah. So, like, Sunday is the day when you wake up, you get nothing accomplished until 6 o'clock, and then you panic. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, the whole you weekend to, is gone. You go into a full-on panic Ugh. and just totally just bummed out knowing that you have run out of time yeah. and have accomplished nothing, including making your bed. That bed is a mess. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it's not going to get made at this point. Yeah. Because why bother? You're going to be in it in four hours anyway. It's a fun day by comparison to Monday. That's true. Yes. So, Without a doubt. So, I mean, the lyrics should be, I wish it was Sunday by comparison to fun day. <laughs> A comparatively fun day to this yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Not as bad as Monday. Right. Uh, and I get it. Whoever wrote this song, whoever that mystery man That's is, right. I understand that the rhyme was probably irresistible. Because it wouldn't sound as good saying, you know, I wish it were Saturday. That's my fun day. But 
Oh, it still would rhyme, though. Still would rhyme. Well, but it wouldn't rhyme as well. Anyway, the point being that I understand where it's coming from, but it, that day is definitely unquestionably Saturday. It's not even. It's not even. Yeah. It's not even. Listen, unless she's one of these people, again, she also makes her bed all the time. So she's probably one of these people who says, you know what? I'm going to get all my chores and stuff done on Saturday. That way I could just relax mm. on Sunday. I just have a fun day. On I Sunday. can relax so on Sunday. Sunday fun day is what she said. That's says. it. I get up late. Uh, to no one. I get, it, I get up late, like 6.15, and <laughs> I make my bed, and then yep. I undo my bed, and I make it again, just for practice, and then yes. I have a long breakfast, mm-hmm. uh, and then I just relax, because it's my fun day. Yeah. Then you I know just, what? I catch the bus just for fun. I don't, I don't yeah. even have to. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to work. I don't have to commute. But um, I, I do, do a practice run. I do a yeah. practice run. I do. I read. Uh, I read the, the those articles uh, in the art section of the Sunday Times that no one reads. Um, <laughs> but I do. I read them. I do it. Um, and I and I drink coffee and I hold a coffee cup with two hands. Mm-hmm. And, I sip it. and it's That's it's right. my it's my Sunday fun day. It's so warming. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the crossword in ink. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. Mm-hmm. None of it's... these words are actual words, but I didn't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. But it fits no. in my own language. <laughs> <laughs> Have to catch an early train. Got to be to work by nine. Where <laughs> is she commuting to? Time management, she woman. Up, she is up at six a.m. Now, can I? Maybe this is a question. Uh huh. Rachel, maybe you know this. Is this? Let me ask you. Let me. Let's talk to you and me. Okay. Is this all a right? Lady I'm. Thing? I'm gonna. I'm gonna no, sit no, no, over Michael, here. Is this a lady thing? Are, are you guys spending like ninety minutes in the in the bathroom? You know what I mean? Getting ready. Well, when your face on is that what's is that what's happening here? Well, first of all, you that's know you... me. I'm always dressed to the nines, and well, I slather on that makeup. So I am the right person to ask about this. Look, but Rachel, I you don't, you don't even make your bed. So, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I am a mess. But I'm sure. But but I'm sure you but, know more than I do about. I will say this: the ladies, yeah, hundred percent. I think it takes most women more time to get ready in the morning than most men. Sure. With Except with many exceptions that I know, but aside from that, um, mm-hmm. but aside from that, uh, I, I do think there, I do think there are women that take a very long time in the bathroom getting ready. Yeah. While I was listening to this song again, I thought to myself, "How do they do it? How do they do it?" <laughs> like literally, I thought to myself. Is this, does you just, you just take so much time to get ready? Like, I get frustrated when I dry my hair for 15 minutes. I'm like, mm. it's going to be what it's going to be. That's fine. Right. Um, so maybe it's this. Also, it's 1986. So it takes a lot of Aquanet and curling to get those yeah. bangs up high. There's a lot. Going yeah. Um, but I can't imagine 
you wake up at six and then how long is your commute? Like, like you, you got to take. That's the thing. No matter how long it management. takes her to get ready, she's still looking at a real long commute. I mean, but it's also well, because the thing you're, you're saying time management, though, but it's like she has to catch the early train to be to work at nine. When is the early train? Oh, that's a good point. Like, how long is this commute? I guys, I, I mean, we've already answered it. Why? Why are we dancing around? This song is about the long railroad. President. <laughs> no, this, this show is about President Joe, Joe Biden, Biden as a senator. <laughs> yeah, traveling right. from Delaware. I mean, it's the only answer. It's the like, only how, answer. Who else is taking a two-hour-long train commute every day? You know what? It doesn't but, make any but sense. But I will say this: this is a very funny conversation we're having because as I have it in my head, as we're going through this, and it's been. A conversation in my mind, the entire my entire life. Okay. The realization is, all three of us at one time in our lives have commuted an an insane amount of time. That is true. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the song could be about the New York City subway system. This is what I'm saying. Sure. Or yeah, or from <laughs> like I said, like a commuter train. I have to wake up at six in the morning to go three stops because yeah. it's gonna take six hours to get there. No, but I mean, this is a commuter train. I have a, a friend of mine who lives upstate, and by upstate, I mean not really upstate, kind of what people would call right. midstate, lives upstate, commutes downtown. It takes her like two hours to get in. I bet every Monday is a manic Monday for her. I would imagine. So I take everything back that I said bad about manic Monday. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. You're not. It's, it's, it, this is my fault. This yeah. is my fault, is what I'm saying. I judged too harshly. But maybe um, don't make your bed today. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is a song about a person who has to get go cross town yeah. on a work day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, you know, you want, you want to get east side to west side, Manhattan. Yeah. You're going to need like the, three, four hours. Guys, I'm glad we could talk this out because now from here on out, every time somebody... And it happens to us all. Every time somebody mm -hmm. brings up this question about Manic Monday and says, why does it take her so long? I'm going to say, stop. Right. I was once like you. I've yeah. seen the, I've seen my, yeah. uh, how wrong I was. I've, uh, I you once know, was, I once I've was seen blind. the folly in my ways. Yes. I once, I was, once blind. was blind, but now I see. That's right. In the very specific case of what's going on in the song Manic Monday. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have since taken the two train. Uh, <laughs> during rush hour, and now I understand. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if I had an aeroplane, I still couldn't make it on time. Now, what I was gonna say was taking an airplane would actually take you longer because you have to like go to the airport. Yeah. You got to get there like two hours plane. early. But that's but she'd be waking up at three o'clock in the morning. But I'm saying if her commute is this long, maybe an airplane would be fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. There are definitely times when I've mm -hmm. I've commuted and I thought to myself, I think I could fly to Florida faster. Yes, I mean there have definitely there have been train rides that I have taken for under fifty miles that I could have if if we're talking about they're closing the doors. Yeah, time on in, the airplane. Yeah. Yes, I could have gate to I gate. Flown to, I could have flown to sunny Orlando yes, faster yes. than <laughs> I did on this particular train ride. Right, that is true. That it's, it's it's few and far between, but it has certainly Oh, it happens. Happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, as we've talked about many times, when I did used to commute by train, 
and I would be sitting there reading my book and we would stop at a, at a station and I'd be reading my book. And then all of a sudden it would dawn on me. Hey, have we been sitting here for like yeah. 15 minutes? <laughs> yep. What's, what's going on? Why haven't, why aren't we moving? Oh no. Oh God. Yep. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Something has happened. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and sometimes it's like we're being held at the station. Sometimes it's like there's police activity ahead. Yep. And you're like, all right. But every once in a while, there would be the, this train is going out of service. Yep. <laughs> everyone, everyone must leave the train. You're like, but we're in the middle of nowhere. We're just leaving the trains out of service. Um, you guys so, just walk that, down the tracks. Good luck. But here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. We want to talk about the evils of capitalism and like uh, the the you know the rat race and commuting. But let's go. Maybe it's back to the original thing because it takes me so long just to figure out what I'm gonna wear. Mm-hmm. Girl, you gotta. Here's the thing. I know Sunday is your fun day. Sunday afternoon, you got lay to lay out. out those outfits. Lay, lay out, out the outfits. Yeah. Give yourself know what two, you're gonna wear. Give yourself two options just so that you can exactly. figure out which one you want to wear. Or um, just wear the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlie Brown it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, or like, you know, work in a bot in an auto body shop. Right. And you just wear the same yeah. jumper. Yeah, you the just same wear overalls all the time. Day. Yeah. Um, you think you think like mechanics are like, am I gonna wear this pair of overalls or this pair? I can't decide yeah. mm-hmm. which of the exact same pair of of uh, coveralls I'm gonna wear. Ugh. It's me, the indecisive mechanic. <laughs> the, the one with the patch that says Joe, or the one that with the patch that says Joe, but in a different uh, font. Yeah, in a slightly different font. Um, yeah. So it, it takes us so long to figure out what I'm going to wear. By the way, we're going to copyright the indecisive mechanic character, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm doing that for my yeah. SNL uh, yeah. audition. Um, yeah, that was that was the one where. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that made Lord say, uh, how did you get in? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Blame it on the train, but the boss is already there. Now that's a good strategy is be like, ah, train was late. Yeah. Sorry. But does the boss take the same train? Like how does, how does, Oh my God. Could you imagine if they like live in the same neighborhood and they have to take the train together every day? So I always thought, this is the uh, age-old thing where Rachel has no idea what the actual lyrics to things are. Okay. I always thought it was, and by always, I mean until I did the research for yeah. this episode, I thought it was blame it on the train, but the bus is already there. Thinking oh, I could blame I actually it on the train, that too. but the bus is already here. So, like... Oh. You know, I made it to the bus, so uh, you know I could just catch the bus instead of the train. Huh. And neither of these make sense because unless she's no. taking the same train as her boss, and her boss knows that, well, saying that the, there's yeah. train trouble is an easy get well, out yeah, of jail free card. If it is the boss, then I mean, the boss could just be like, "Well, I got here no problem. I don't understand. I, there was no oh, train trouble when I took the train." That's true. Right. I mean, I well, take my I'm own saying. personal train, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if it was, but the bus is already there, that makes sense because, you know, everybody, 
certainly in New York is like, has done this where it's like, okay, I could stay on this train. I could switch to the express. What if I take the bus instead? And there's that constant calculation of how fast can I possibly get there? That's right. You're right. Right, right. right. And no matter what, the one that you choose is always going to be the wrong one. (laughs) Yep. And that's why that line, if it was the bus is already there, would resonate because she, she took the train and the train took forever to get her there. And then it's like, oh, the bus, the bus came and went already. So yep, that would have been a much faster option. Mm -hmm. But that's not what she said. She says, I guess not. She says the boss is already there. Um, Because I I thought it was blaming on the train when the boss is already there. So, like, you walk in, boss is there, and you're like, oh, the train. The train was late. Uh, (laughs) And and the boss is like, I got one question for you. Did you make your bed? (laughs) Because have I got a book for you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, Dan, if it it was that, it would almost be like, oh, she's got it figured out. Okay. It would make it less frazzled. Because she'd be like, right. blame it on the train when the boss is already there. So it's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. It's not as manic a Monday because I already know how I'm going to get out of this. Exactly. <laughs> but I like, I like it, but the boss is already there because I do picture the boss standing mm-hmm. at the front door Power to the office. Suit. Yeah. Arms folded. Well, somebody had train trouble today. Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't. Well, someone was... Dreaming of Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> Missed you on the train today. We usually chat so nicely. Oh my God. Next time I am at work and somebody's late, I'm going to say, I'm going to be like, ah, oh, dreaming of Valentino again, huh? And just right. see what reaction I get. I'm going to guess the reaction is, what? Uh, huh? What are yeah, you but just about? once, just once you're going to get the reaction of, Valentino and I just broke up. Right. <laughs> Um, can and we go I to can't HR? believe you just said that to me. <laughs> I feel attacked. I have to go to HR. You know what she's talking about. Is she talking about the the uh, talking about that making that sweet sweet love or is she or did they go out? Or is it both? No. I mean it might be both, but she's definitely talking about bound chick a They're getting down. Now it's weird how she's like, why did my lover have to pick last night? Like as if as if he has like uh, you know, I don't know, some sort of like card that he fills out. I guess <laughs> it seems seems odd. Yeah, is what I'm saying. He has she um, for Valentine's Day. She gave uh her lover one of those like coupon <laughs> books, uh, and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. ah, one free night of lovemaking. Right. To which she said, right, I, makes... we never spend money lovemaking. Yeah. She it's said, fine. I'm sorry. Uh, that coupon book was for hugs, and that's it. <laughs> If you, see, if, you see, 
if you see it says uh not uh not refund <laughs> not usable on Sundays because that's my fun day. <laughs> so uh that was a, a book of, of book. McDonald's coupons from Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Is it about the McDonald's Halloween coupon books? <laughs> Mostly. Their ice cream um, machine is always broken. How are you going to get a free why? cone? <laughs> um, so, first of all, the fact that she refers to my love, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't like. Yeah. I don't, don't like it. Um, but so it seems like she has no choice in this. Uh, her lover is allowed to pick one night a week. <laughs> why did he have, why did he have to pick Sunday? I don't know why. Why Sunday night? Um, well, we'll see. We'll see why, but gone. Well, to get down, does it, doesn't it matter that I have to feed the both of us? Wait, and then the next line. Employment's down. I never knew. Never knew. I those. had no idea. Had no, had no clue. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know it was that I had to feed the both of us. Hold on. They were hiding like a, like a critique of 1980s <laughs> Reaganomics in here. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Oh, my God. This is about <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> he's, he's going after Reagan. Jeez Louise. <laughs> And trickle down <laughs> economic policies. This I got is... it. All makes sense. Oh man! Um, I never knew it was that I have to feed the both of us. No. Who is this? Who is this weird deadbeat lover? That's what I'm saying. Who apparently is home all day and he can't make the bed. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't have anywhere to go. Well, that's the thing. She couldn't. About? She couldn't make the bed in the morning because he's he's asleep he's in, in it. He's in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't care. Every every day is he's his not fun up day. At, uh, yeah, he's not waking up at 6 a.m. No. He gets to finish his dream about Valentino. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you that The much. alarm goes off, and he just rolls over and goes, Beb, Beb, you got, Beb, you got to turn that off. <laughs> Beb, Beb, Beb. I'm trying <laughs> to sleep here, Beb. <laughs> and the alarm's just going off, going, ch 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 Beb. So that's why, Dan, that's why he's choosing Sunday because he doesn't care. I guess that's true. He doesn't care. Um, but but well, the, okay, the so other she- option is if if he picked last night to get down and we read get down as, um, you know, dance like he went okay. out to the clubs, maybe Sunday night was like half off uh admission to the clubs mm. yeah you know employment's down so um that's true mm-hmm. uh so you gotta so, support local commu- local uh businesses like clubs well no they they didn't want to pay like a, a saturday night admission oh fee. there you go yeah it's just good sense it's true i really feel like we're glossing over the fact that this is a one income household <laughs> uh and that she has to pay for both of them if yeah. she doesn't go to work they both starve to death. Yes. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So when she says, um, <laughs> I can't be late because I guess I just won't get paid. Um, yeah. There's real stakes here because. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm saying. She won't get paid and she's, she's paying for this guy too. 
This right. suddenly is very. This suddenly is very Dickensian. <laughs> in like yeah. the the desperation and how quickly the money can dry up here. Um, employment's down. Mind is blown. Had no, no idea that that was no what the clue. line was. Had no this clue. Out of, this again. I, I mean, it's it, not like she's telling this story and then like the radio in the background suddenly breaks in <laughs> for, yeah. for a second. And, and yeah. PR is, is giving the numbers uh, on the economy for that day. Because that is like, but, or is that what he's telling her? Like, babe, babe, babe. employment's down, babe. babe. Employment's babe. real bad, babe. Babe. Can't do it, babe. Babe. Are you, are you going to try and find a job? Babe, babe, can't. Employment's down, babe. 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 Yeah. <laughs> when I got out of bed at one o'clock in the afternoon, babe. I tried, yeah. babe. I uh, opened the newspaper. Circles of classifieds. Yeah. Well, I ended up circling Marmaduke, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it was a good one. Guys, guys, it was a good one. It was babe. a good one. Babe, babe, real, real funny Marmaduke, babe. Babe, babe check out this Marmaduke, babe. Yeah. babe. babe. I'm trying babe. to read yeah. art. <laughs> I'm trying to read <laughs> articles about modern know, art and but, do the Sunday crossword puzzle. Beb, Beb, right. look at this big dog, Beb. Beb, look, baby's in the bed. Look, but hold on, both baby's in the bed, and there's mud everywhere. And then the caption says, "I think I know what happened to the rose garden." Beb, Beb, he was in the he, rose he garden. Beb, hey. he, he took out the rose. It's like Beb. a puzzle. He's got, Beb, he's you, got uh, Beb, you read Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're manic, Beb? This guy. Babe. babe, real sad, real sad, but kind of funny, babe. I, I didn't finish Ziggy. I got halfway through it. <laughs> um, Isn't Ziggy one panel on this thing? <laughs> I only read the left side. It's a lot, babe. <laughs> I only read the left side. I'll, I'll read the left. I'll read the right later. Um, so employment's down, but here's the guy. You got here's the thing, you guys. You try to be like, well, maybe they went dancing. No, nah. because he tells me in his bedroom voice. My honey, let's go make some noise. Yeah. Mm. In his bedroom voice, he says, babe. <laughs> babe, let's make some noise, babe. Yeah. He, says, he tells my bedroom voice, my honey, let's bother the neighbors upstairs. Yeah, that's um, basically what he's saying. With all the noise <laughs> yeah. you're making. Uh, time it goes so fast when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're having fun. You know what they're doing. That's it's right. Fun. So she's not, yeah, she's not like, she just can't resist him. Oh, absolutely. She well, can't I was resist gonna him. Say, you know, there's another 80s song that says we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time, uh-huh. which is true, but, but you can also take your clothes off. The more you know. Let's just say you got options. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, when he says, let's go make some noise. It mm. could be they have a Sunday night rehearsal for their ragtime band. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Or I was like, babe, babe, you here's your barbershop you hat, babe. <laughs> <laughs> babe, completes babe. the look. <laughs> babe, I'm, I'm going to play the washboard, babe. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know, the, you think they're in like a, like a downtown New York? Like art noise collective, yeah, where they're they're making like experimental music. I think so. <laughs> in like in like a in like a in a uh, in like a Soho loft that now costs like seven million dollars yep. at the time, <laughs> costs three bucks. Yep. a year. Yeah, sweet. Um, just a just so a that, keyboard with like laser sounds. 
so yeah so basically the to to jump back all the way to the beginning of the show the story of the story song is about a woman who's late for work because she was going to bone town uh all sunday <laughs> night yeah that's right and uh and then she woke up late why is she i mean if she's doing that so why is she dreaming of a valentino you know what i'm saying she's insatiable like, i guess so I just, she just can't get enough no um or maybe she just wants her boyfriend to shut up so she's dreaming of a silent film <laughs> yeah yeah that's right this guy won't stop yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if, what best if thing about boyfriend... valentino not a word what if what if my boyfriend literally didn't have an audio track, <laughs> and so therefore could not speak? Babe, babe, uh, babe, 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 what's wrong with my voice, babe? Um, she was mostly just... dreaming of the crystal blue Italian stream. She was looking at real estate in in Italy, oh my yeah, and Valentino oh. just happened to imagine? be there. Gorgeous. Could you imagine? Uh. Um, it's just another manic Monday. I wish it was Sunday because that's my fun day. I don't have to run day. It's just another manic Monday. I wish it was Sunday because that's my fun day. It's just another <laughs> Monday. You guys, any other last thoughts on this song? Uh, the song is amazing. The bangles yeah. are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I can't believe how many of the lyrics I did not know. Um, all right. On that note, let's talk about Expanded Universe. Expanded Universe. I was going to say, is this what happens when modern girl gets a boyfriend? Oh, this is why she wants to stay a modern girl. Yeah. I think that this is a prequel to modern girl. I think <gasps> modern girl takes place on Tuesday. Ah, okay. Because she woke up late and was late for work and had a terrible day because of this guy. And <laughs> Tuesday, she was like, nope, I'm watching TV. You got to leave. Yeah. She said, I can't do this anymore. She don't build her life around no modern guy. That's no right. Something like that. Um, okay. I like that. Uh, this is, this is um, uh, modern girl uh, origins. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, That's right. Yeah, yeah. This is her origin this is the story. Series. Yep. Um, we talked about, is it, is it teenager where they get hit by the train? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Could it be, could it be that's why she's late for work? Because her train hit into <laughs> Teenage Doll. Oh my god! <laughs> oh Slow my gosh! What? It works. You guys act like I hit them with the train. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just. What could have happened? Grab the it's ring. A possible connection. That's all. Uh, uh, if they did go, if they did go out on Sunday and went and went to make some noise that way, did they go to the Copa maybe first and oh, then go home? Yeah. To That's make that fun. sweet, sweet love? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, or did they go to an Italian restaurant? Mm, he buttered her up See? with an Italian See restaurant and said, babe, you got to pay, babe. And that's babe. why she was having the dreams about the uh, crystal blue Italian stream. <gasps> right. Oh, it was, okay. It was a mural in the Italian restaurant that she was looking at the entire night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was Valentino mentioned in a song that we did? Uh, turtle power did, did he come up <laughs> he is not <laughs> a ninja turtle about the teenage uh, i don't does, so you say he's a he's the it? silent ninja turtle mm. Mm. no he's the knockoff he's in like the knockoff ninja turtle movie <laughs> right exactly preteen yeah, yeah. amphibians 
<laughs> exactly. Is she, where is she going to work? Is she, does she work at a recording studio? Oh. She's like, I, she I can't be, music. yeah, I can't be late. Um, right. Because these bands rely on me. Mm. What? What kind of lame recording studio is like, you get up here at 9 a.m.? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no way. Uh, Nobody's getting there before noon yeah. if you're lucky. She's like, I have to be yeah, here at time. 9, but the bands don't show up till like 4.30. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. I think that's it. Michael? Michael? She is, she's Monster Mash. <laughs> um, <laughs> she is Monster Mash. Good. She's, point. She, she's Sylvia's mother. Yeah. I mean, she got to be there so early. I mean, is she working at a coal mine and she big bet John or? Oh, when uh, when her alarm goes off in the morning, uh, does her boyfriend say, babe, 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 wake up, little Susie, babe. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (sighs) All right. Well, let's leave it there then. (laughs) That's as good as it's going to (laughs) get. Yeah. No. Let's take a quick break. And we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Daniel. Socks. Am I right? You guys, this episode is sponsored by BoldFoot.com. They got some great socks. Your feet are the foundation of everything you do during the day. So you want them to feel good. You want them to look good. Right? And you're going to do that with BoldFoot. Okay? They sent me a pair of socks. They were great. They felt good, and everyone I talked to that day was like, that's some good socks, man. Where'd you get those socks? I like those socks. Yeah, you sent us a lovely photo of your feet and in the socks, and the socks look great. Yeah, and for once, me sending you a photo of my feet made sense because <laughs> I had the nice yeah. socks on. They're really terrific. They're 100% American-made. They have really fun names for their socks, like Firecracker, Jailbird. Uh, they give 5% of all their proceeds to veterans' charities, which is awesome. As you know, my dad's a Vietnam veteran, and Father's Day's around the corner, and I'm going to get him... Uh, I hope he do- doesn't listen to our show. But I'm going to get him some socks because uh, he was an Airborne Ranger, and they have socks called Ranger. Socks. Whoa, that's Hello. perfect. Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, if you guys uh, got someone in, in your life who can use socks, and if that person is uh, you, great. Um, go to ballfoot.com. Get yourself some great feeling, great quality, great looking socks. And any different kinds of socks. They have dress socks, casual socks, compression socks, athletic socks. So go to ballfoot.com, B O L D F O O T. Dot com, Boldfoot, grown here, sewn here. Thanks to Boldfoot for sponsoring this episode of the Story Song Podcast. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, we're back. It's time for a story behind the story. How did this very manic story come to be? Uh, <laughs> a part of our lives, Rachel. Yep. Hi, how you doing? I'm um, good. You, uh, why don't you tell us the story behind the story song? I will. Okay. Uh, manic Monday was written by Christopher, according to the, uh, the album. Christopher, of course, being Prince's character, from the movie Under the Cherry Moon. So he used the pseudonym Christopher. Oh, yeah. really? As the right, yes. That's fun. Isn't it? That's fun. It's kicky. I mean, we, we, we talked about this last episode, but yeah, he would, he would write so many songs that he would just, he would just like t- say like other people wrote them. Right. Like, kind, of like, kind of like Richard Bachman. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no, I really don't. Not landing. No. Uh, that Stephen King wrote so many books, he just oh. said he made, it, he made up a guy named Richard Bachman. Just so that people weren't like, does this dude write a book every six months? What's <laughs> happening? The answer was, yes, he does. Yeah. But half of them, he just said, was a guy named Richard Bachman who didn't exist. So anyway. And of course, um, Anonymous. Oh, that guy yeah. writes so many things. Does a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does a lot. No. Uh, yeah. A lot of, a lot old of good stuff. quotes. Yeah, a lot of good quotes. Internet. Yeah. <laughs> By that guy. By Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> Assume he's Greek. Anyway. So. Yes, written by Prince under the pseudonym Christopher. It was recorded, this this version was recorded by the Bengals, released January 27th, 1986. It mm. was a hit. Yeah. It was a hit. It hit number two in the US Hot 100s and also hit number two in Canada, Austria, UK, Germany, and Ireland, and also hit number 48 on the year-end charts. It was kept out of the number one spot on the Hot 100, behind Prince's song "Kiss," which hit oh. number one. That's amazing. I love so that. Prince that was is amazing. A, a real good time. But remember, he was having a great run. It seemed like oh, yeah. the '80s were really Prince's <laughs> time. But that happened with another set of songs. Uh, um, what was it? It was remember it was a wing song. Uh, who 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 did Paul McCartney write a song for? And uh, remember, oh, was it, uh, those were the days. Sounds familiar. Those were the days, and it like I think oh, it, okay. I think that went to like number two, and it was behind Hey Jude. Yes, yes. So isn't mm-hmm. that funny? It's it's hey like Jude the, by Wings, right? Hey Jude, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot the timing of it, but but isn't that interesting <laughs> that there's two those two songs that were given or like promoted 
or written by the person who then kept them out of the number one spot. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's, I, I guess if it was like, I don't know, someone else, it would be, I mean, the, again, the fact that it's like, oh yeah, I'm not surprised that Paul McCartney and Prince both managed to block themselves just because they literally write like thousands of songs. Right. But a I'm year. talking about the, but I'm yes. Ta- I'm talking about the timing of it all. Yes. Do you know I what agree. I mean? So, yeah, and yeah. when all this, and when all this stuff hit, so. I'm surprised only because, I mean, Kiss is a good song. I guess Prince was just on a high. No, no, I think it's a good song. I just, it feels like Manic Monday is more of like a poppier, like, you know, would be, would be the more popular song. I I also think, I think it's the better known song now, Mm -hmm. but, but I don't know. I mean, that's just. What, Manic Monday over Kiss? Over Kiss, Yeah. yeah. Are we talking They're- about Kiss or are we talking about It's In His Kiss, the Shoop Shoop song? <laughs> no. Oh. Yes, Prince's version of the Shoop Shoop song. Mm. From the, from the movie Mermaids. Is that yep. not We're talking- <laughs> all going, going together? We're talking this all about makes sense. Prince. When, when Wings about- did Hey Jude, Prince was in Mermaids. Yeah, we're talking about Prince Cher was recording in the entire, we're talking about Prince recording the entire discography of the band Kiss. Yep. And releasing <laughs> it as a single. Yep. Yep. Now imagine Prince singing rock and roll all night. I think it would go a little something <laughs> like this. Anyway, please go on. But speaking of um, Prince having uh, a real good run at this point, um, mm-hmm. this is oh, this is early '86. But wasn't 1984? That was that was Purple Rain. Wasn't like that the year that there were like four number one albums? Yes. For the entire year, and one of them, I think it was oh, 84, right, and right, one of right. them was Purple Rain. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 that, it's Thriller, it's Born in the USA, and I don't know what the fourth one is. But yes, there is literally like f- only four, because each number number one album was yeah. like- uh, Huge. Was, well, but it, but it was number one for like three months. Right, and right, And then right. the next one came up and stayed for another three months, and so there was only four number one times for the whole year, but- Albums. Yeah. I don't know what the- f- uh, album, Sorry. Yeah. Um, I think the fourth one, was it maybe Footloose? Let's go oh, with it that. Could be. That, would, that would make sense, yeah. Rachel wants yeah. to move on, so. <laughs> uh, well, I've gotten oh, no, no. to my it, first were, bullet it was, point. It was five. Yeah. In 1984, five mm-hmm. albums in total hit the number uh-huh. one spot. Okay. Thriller, Footloose, Sports by Huey Lewis and the News, Born okay. in the USA, and Purple Rain. Got it. Awesome. And so this they song, were all yeah. recorded by Wings. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this song yeah. came out in 1986. <laughs> okay. So that's two years <laughs> after everything we're talking about. <laughs> but uh-huh. um, <laughs> I've already lost interest. <laughs> but So um, anyway, so Prince was having a good run. And yes. So when it was released, it was it was received positively, like I said, and had a comparison to the Mamas and the Papas song Monday Monday, which why? Sure, I guess it's both about being Monday Monday. It also had a you know had a big uh, comparison to Garfield. I guess I don't know. Is there? Is, <laughs> no, there well, I guess there, I guess there's not a lot. But I was gonna say, is there a good song about Monday? I just feel like Monday gets beat up on a lot. Like here, speaking of Garfield, but here's the funny thing about. Monday, Monday, it starts Monday, Monday, so good to me. But then it goes downhill. That's true. It's very strange. Anyway, that was well, just what a about, little side um, note. Well, because also there's... It's Monday, I'm I, in love? 
That, no, it's Friday. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Monday, Monday, and that song is bad. Friday, I'm yeah. in love. No, no, no. It was the it original was, cut. It was a four day weekend. Yeah. No. So oh. he was in love on Friday, and it carried through to Monday. Tuesday was terrible. Was we, that was rough. We've mentioned three songs about people on Monday being like, I'm not in love <laughs> with the <person laughs> right, right. anymore. So I'm just saying, Monday gets a bad rap. That's all. Yeah. Oh, no, I know what it is. Uh huh. Sunday, Monday, happy, happy days. days. Oh, that's true. That is true. <laughs> that's true, Michael. You Monday, got it. You Monday, it out. Monday, Monday is included in one of the happy days. Yeah. So that is that is a good that is a positive representation. All right. You of get Monday. one Monday. It's not the happiest day because Saturday. <laughs> no. What a, what day. a day. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> but it's still one of them. Yeah. <laughs> So, Rachel. To be fair, I think they were all equally happy in that song, except for Saturday, which was what? Well, a day. except for Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah which what is the day. best day. Uh, so Prince originally wrote this song as a duet for the band Apollonia Six for their debut album, Apollonia Six, which I originally was, I believe, Vanity Six, but then Vanity left and Apollonia came in uh, to to you know just just drop in another. Prince girl. No, there's they. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were actually going to call it uh, Vanity's family, but um... right. <laughs> right, 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 or the Vanities, yeah, uh, or sure. the Sixes, I suppose it would be. So, <laughs> the funny thing about that being a duet is that uh, Apollonia Six was a trio. So, mm. but he gave it to the. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're doing trigonometry right now. <laughs> so the trios, sixes, what's happening? Well, I mean, listen, we're all over the place already. Should I so, get some graph paper? Is so, that what I need to anyway, do? So it's he, it's the Kingston trio starring Vanity. Got it. Played by Apollonia. Go ahead. So so he wrote it as a duet for Apollonia, but he shelved it. He was like, eh, I don't think so. I think so. this is for someone else. Funnily enough, he also wrote the song Glamorous Life for that album, but decided to give that one to Sheila E. So basically, he would just <laughs> give songs to Apollonia 6 and say, can you record this? They would try it out. And he'd say, you know what? More and more, I'm thinking you're not very good. So and he would just take back songs, I guess. So. <laughs> So two years later, he offered it to the Bengals. There's rumor that he offered it to them because he was, let's say, courting Susanna Hoffs, the lead singer mm -hmm. of the Bengals. Also, I should say right off the bat, I'm actually not going to talk about Prince at all. We spoke about him in the last episode, and he's Prince, and he'll come up a lot uh, throughout a bunch of stuff we do. So don't pretend, don't feel like I'm like ignoring the fact that Prince exists. <laughs> let's uh, say this. If you have a term paper about Prince due on Monday... Uh, this is not the place to, yeah, that's to right. get your information. That's right. So, so Prince had become a fan of the Bengals after hearing their debut album. And he was so taken with them that he learned their single, Hero Takes a Fall, and then went to a show in Hollywood that they were doing. And they thought he was just coming to see the show. And mm -hmm. he surprised them by jumping on stage and joining them and playing guitar with them at that show. Hmm. Which is a? Why are you saying it like that? Why are you? I, know, that's, I mean, I'm wondering how they felt about that. They were probably well, equal parts excited and also like, dude, what are you? Why are you? Well, <laughs> well all right, all right, tell us. Rachel, if only please. I had a quote. If Prince, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if Prince like wants to play guitar during your show, yeah, um, probably count that as like the greatest moment of your life. 
Well, yeah, well, go on. Let me say this. Yes. Susanna Hoffs says it was magnificent on so many levels. So to answer your uh, question of how did they feel about it, at least Susanna Hoffs thought it was magnificent on so many levels. Okay. Uh, and to continue the Prince as guitarist theme that we had in the last episode, she mm-hmm. also said in the same uh, in the same interview, it was truly mind blowing. Saying, t- speaking about his guitar playing, I'd never seen anybody play a guitar like that. It was almost like his guitar was just part of his body. There was no disconnect. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've so we was, spoke about she, it a lot, but she was on board. She I mean, I guess board. also he probably was like backstage. Maybe he meant, you know, I'm imagining him like climbing out of the crowd with yeah. a <laughs> with a guitar. <laughs> yeah, like it just like, hey, he starts on. playing oh. from the crowd, and they're like, "What oh, yeah. is that noise?" <laughs> If he had, like, balcony seats and was, like, climbing, like, pushing people out of the way to get on stage. Hi, 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 hi. I'm Prince. I'm going to play the next song with you guys. Hold on, I just got it tuned up. Okay, I'm almost there. Okay, hold on, hold on. All right, I just got to warm up my fingers a little bit. All right, it's okay? It's going to play for a couple minutes, if that's cool. I'm just going to play my entire back catalog. Is that okay? And then we'll get into your stuff. I'm just going to play the entire discography of the band Kiss. Is that cool? Real quick, I'm just going to do that. Or like if they're in the middle of a song and he just like walks on stage and like sort of just starts playing. Right. I mean, like, that oh, would be. Right. I what do you? What do you? What do you? I didn't. <laughs> just like who was the guitar player for the Bengals? I don't know. He just like pushes her off stage. <laughs> 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 <And just> like, <laughs> starts playing. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So he came to see them uh, during their debut album touring, doing shows, and so on and so forth. When they were recording their sophomore album, Different Light, they were told that Prince had written a song for them, and then they um, they received a tape of this song and another song. And the funny thing about that, and I've seen this in a couple of places where it's it's like he wrote us he wrote it said that they said Prince wrote a song for you, which is not true. Yeah, he wrote it for Apollonia Six, or just wrote it. He he felt that it they could do it my guess is my guess and they were the right fit for it but he didn't write it for them he he, right. it was written years years prior so well, it's all in the way he, that you say it it's right, it's right. prince wrote a song for you and then for you. <laughs> yeah right this is for you so, <laughs> so wait did the is the band saying he wrote it for us or it, it's i'm just asked i'm wondering if he said hey i wrote you the song and I, then like and like copiously like dusted it off uh it was like yeah i just wrote this yeah no it's totally don't worry about that that's yeah, fine i mean i'm gonna say that maybe he maybe he sort of fibbed a little bit like i said there's also rumor that he he presented this to them because he he wanted to get it on with Susanna hoffs so mm-hmm. you know can't blame him um there. but anyway so it, however it came to be they got this song it was clearly meant to be their song anyway uh the demo yes. was just uh uh, just a girl singing, but the band they wanted to do the whole thing over from the from the you know bottom up. So mm. they did, and uh, they they said that's one thing that we Bangles decided on ma- and on mass, and we're very unified in this that we wanted to kind of make it ours, Bangleify it in a sense, which they yeah. did. And later on, Prince came to a rehearsal and he heard it, and he was surprised. Um, According to Susanna Hoffs, he was surprised that they didn't use the track that way uh, and and his arrangement. But he was thrilled with it. Nonetheless, he he really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, so. So they, um, I guess, had a little bit of like a back and forth. I don't know if he and Susanna Hoffs ever like 
got together, but the sort of, let's say, relationship with Prince and the Vangles was, uh, uh, was like very sort sort of sort of short lived. Uh, he he saw them at one of their shows during the different light uh, era, and he asked them to jam on a bunch of Bangles music with him at his studio. And he was thrilled and he knew their songs and he thought it was great. And then he vanished into the night <laughs> and they never heard from him again. Well, we said the, the, the phrase Prince has lost interest. Uh, it gets thrown around a lot. Like that's what we said last episode. Like he just would be like super into something and then just like within minutes <laughs> would have lost all interest and would never talk about it ever again. Yeah. And that's what it seemed like. He was real thrilled about it. And then they yeah. had this one huge jam session till like till the, you know, till the sun came up and then he was like, this is yeah. great. Bye forever. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they turned into a bat and flew away. That's right. So that's most of the story of the song. The original demo that Prince made for the song uh, that he sang emerged on his uh, 2019 album Originals, which we uh, we kind of we kind of spoke about it, but it also includes demos for Nothing Compares to You and Glamorous Life. The Glamorous Life. Oh. I listen to them all. They're great. They're just very different. Yeah. The, yeah. the Glamorous Life is the one that sounds most similar to the end product. I was gonna say. I mean. You talking about them like basically starting from scratch more or less and like banglifying mm -hmm. it makes sense because this sounds the least like a Prince song of all like the Prince yeah. covers or or the uh, not even covers the 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 songs that Prince wrote that other people did this what this one I would not have guessed if I didn't already know sure that this or or at least when you like if you say if I didn't know nothing compares to you was written by Prince and you said that I'd be like oh yeah okay I could mm -hmm. see that but this one this doesn't sound like a Prince song at all really yeah um the funny the funny thing is i literally on on thursday was having a conversation with somebody and manic monday came up and i said do you know mm -hmm. who wrote this song and they had no idea right. so yeah. it can definitely fall between the cracks i think uh but in the demo <laughs> when you said do you know who who wrote this song were they like yeah christopher yeah christopher wrote it <laughs> <laughs> i said no prince and they said prince christopher because i don't know who that is but i know who christopher <laughs> is He's my favorite songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote one song and it's a good one. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, man. I, imagine if Christopher wasn't actually Prince and it was Christopher Cross and Prince just took mm. credit for it. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, listen. That would be awful. That would be hope. Imagine. Okay. Now, everyone in your head, imagine Manic Monday, but being sung in the style of Christopher Cross. <laughs> Oh, that'd be fun. Christopher it's Cross should cover this. It's pretty interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the Bengals. Okay. First, I'd like to say the Bengals were a, like, just the epitome of girl band. And I don't want to even say, like, girl band. I want to say all female rock band, pop mm. rock band in the 80s to the point where everyone wanted to be the Bengals. If you had three other friends, which are the only friends that I had, you would get together and try to be the Bengals. And I know this because we, we did it. And one of those mm. people includes Dan's wife. <laughs> and we would all fight over who got to be who when we were pretending to be the Bengals. Uh, mm. And I'm sure, I'm sure she'll and have something to say And you were like, no, I want to be but... Christopher. No, 
You were Christopher yeah. last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you would, it was so perfect as like a, as a girl, uh, uh, you know, as, as like an eighties gal, it was, they were so perfect. Their music was so peppy, but also so, so good, so different. Like you, you, there were so many different vibes to it that you just wanted to be them. It is them. So and, you it was them and the Go-Go's. I was gonna say you weren't a Go-Go's person. You is know, that like, I think is I, that like your Beatles or Stones? You had to make a choice. You know, it was a little bit like Beatles versus Stones, but I, I, I never made a choice. I liked both of them. I think that mm. the Bengals were more. Um, I don't know, like approachable, maybe. Okay. And, uh, it, it, but it also felt, I think, and this is for for one reason or another, I don't know why, it felt like an uns- ensemble, which is interesting because we'll get into it later. The Bengals felt more like an ensemble group as opposed to right. the Go Go's, which is not the truth, but that's just me and my like little, oh, yeah, little kid mind. But anyway, but let's talk about them. Mm-hmm. They were founded in December 1980 in LA. And they started off as a group called The Colors and then The Bangs. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, and we'll get into why they changed in a minute. So basically how they came to be was Susanna Hoffs, who uh, is the guitar, the uh, guitarist and vocalist for the band. She had placed an ad in a newspaper for band members to which Annette Zelinskis responded. Annette Zelinskis, who was the original bass player. So... They got together and they were like, this is great. Now we need more people. Now somewhere else, in a, maybe in another newspaper, maybe in the same newspaper, I don't know. But uh, an individual named Lynn Elkind placed an ad and Susanna Hoffs responded to that one. She called up uh, and basically Lynn Elkind was leaving a band that she was, uh, that she was in with the, with the Petersons called Those Girls. So Susanna Hoffs calls up. And Vicky Peterson, who would go on to be the uh, guitarist and vocalist for the Bengals, answered the phone. They hit it off right away. They were they thought it, they were great. They loved it. So then Vicky hands the phone to Lynn Elkind. <laughs> Lynn Elkind and Susanna Hoffs do not hit it off. And so mm. Susanna Hoffs invited invites Vicky Peterson and her sister Debbie Peterson to join her, and the band was formed. And so the original lineup that was close to the lineup that would be be lasting throughout the years was Susanna Hoffs on guitar and vocals, Debbie Peterson on drums, guitar and vocals, Vicky Peterson on guitar and vocals, and Annette Zelinskis on bass. This lineup released an EP, but when they re- went to release it and a single, it turns out there was another band registered as The Bangs. And so they just dropped the the and added mm. an L-E and became... Bangles, oh. not the Bangles, just Bangles. Nice. Uh, and they would wear apparently Bangles and kind of have a more sort of Madonna, like '80s Madonna look. So their EP uh, Bangles was released, and then in 1983, the label that released that folded. So they were sort of still trying to figure out what's going on. At this mm. time, Annette left, and Michael. Mickey Steele took over on bass. Um, she goes by, I think she goes mostly by Michael, but she had been an early member of the Runaways. Mickey Steele had mm. been a, an early member of the Runaways. Of course, okay. the band that started uh, Joan Jett and Lita Ford's careers, but yes. she was fired early on in it. Oh. 
I know. I was it's really sad. excited. I was like, oh my God, did she go right from the runaways to the Bengals? That'd be amazing. But no, she was fired pretty early on. So they released their debut album as Bengals or the Bengals. Uh, their debut album called All Over the Place in 1984, which featured the singles Hero Takes a Fall, which of course Prince heard and begat Manic Monday, and going down to Liverpool, whose video featured Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Wow. I know. Apparently, Susanna Hoffs had become friendly with the Nimoy family, and that's how she got the connection. I was hoping she was just a huge Star Trek nerd and I've ne- I was <laughs> wrote say, a fan letter. I've, I, I've never seen the video. In what context is he featured? I'm not going to lie. I did not watch it. Okay. I, was, I wanted to leave it as pure as, pure sure. as just Leonard Nimoy <laughs> is in this video. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so th- their debut album led to them opening up for Cyndi Lauper on her fun tour which was in support of her hu- her huge debut album she's so unusual and so wow. of course that garnered them a lot of support and a lot of attention from there so they started to just go forward and forward and and grow and grow then their second album this album where uh manic monday is on different light was released in 1986 and was a huge hit included manic monday as well as walk like an egyptian following Walking down your street, and if she knew what she wants, which I love that song. That's I was about to say that one's so good. It's that's so like a forgotten good. song, but it, I, that's a great song. It's definitely underappreciated. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's really good. That's that's if you if you're talking about the Bengals, that's the hipster pick. Oh you're like, yeah, you're like yeah, I like I I just I like that other stuff, but I like if she knew what she wants. Yeah, and then you're like oh. oh yeah. This this person knows the Bengals. Oh, they know, they what know what's about. going on. They <laughs> know what's going on. They don't yeah. they don't pick the two big sides. But if you, if you say this person knows the Bengals, and then that person says, uh, "No, I don't know the Bengals. I know Bengals," and you're like, "Oh, you really <laughs> know the Bengals?" Wow! Wow! Ooh. Dang! You mean the band formerly known as the Bangs? <laughs> You know, they dropped the the. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway. Just like, just like, just like the Facebook. They that's knew, right. They knew that that was the key to success. I also could not figure out when they, I couldn't figure out when they went from bangles to the bangles. I think it just happened organically. They were like, this bangles sounds ridiculous. Let's just call ourselves the bangles. I want to say this to any band out there who doesn't have a the in front of it and your and your name is like a one where it, they're just people are just going to call you they're just going to call you the pixies pixies right, i'm sorry right, right, but right. like just go it's like just happen. roll with it just let it happen like i don't cuz it's weird to say oh i saw pixies last night cuz you'd be like wait you saw you saw like yeah. you saw like magical creatures like no yeah, the band what are you a victorian pixies. child <laughs> right or, or then or then you have to say the band pixies or pixies the band yeah, yeah. so just say just say the pixies just say like, it. don't, it's fine don't don't be a big or the bang. Don't make a big deal about it. I'm just yeah. saying. And they, We're I, talking to you, feels... Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Are they not the Eagles? No, they're no, they're just all Eagles. of their albums are just Eagles. Yeah, I, I, had, I feel I like had we've no had idea. this conversation. I mean, I'm sure we have, but my brain's like, that can't be right. It must be the Eagles. <laughs> That's just a nightmare I had once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my God. I just woke up. Oh, so honey, I'm sorry. I had this horrible dream that there was no definitive article <laughs> on the band, the Eagles. <laughs> just, just, just hold me for a little while until <laughs> I calm down. Uh, well, I think, I think they kind of get it. Like, they do refer to themselves as the Eagles, and, like, their albums yeah, say right. Eagles, but... 
But didn't they have a documentary, The History of the Eagles? Right. Yeah, like you can't saying. call it the history of eagles because that's something completely different. <laughs> People think it's about birds. Oh, that's man. what I'm saying. It's too complicated. <laughs> so from 1986 to, to about 1988, 1989, they were huge. They had some uh, other massive hits around the time, including their cover of Hazy Shade of Winter from the Less Than Zero so soundtrack. Good. So good. good and so great for that uh that movie uh in mm-hmm. your room which is another great that's sort of a great song under song? Uh, appreciated song and eternal flame both of those from their third album 1988's everything now eternal flame was especially huge especially huge becoming their biggest hit and the biggest single by an all-female band ever ever yeah side note Eternal Flame was co-written by Billy Steinberg, who wrote Michael. Like a Virgin. There we go. And? And True Colors. That's right. Well done. Two points for Michael. Two points on the board for Michael. I didn't even <laughs> oh, write it man. in the I didn't even write it in the backstory because I was like, Michael, there's a hundred percent chance Michael knows this. <laughs> yeah. And I I knew it was uh, Billy Steinberg and I want to say Tom Kelly. Who wrote uh, that's, like a Virgin, I think that's True right. Colors? Yeah, I think that's right. So uh, just a little bit also about Eternal Flame. Hop said that their producer David Sigerson, who wrote with, um, who worked with Olivia Newton-John, uh, convinced her to record Eternal Flame in the nude, because he said that Olivia Newton-John had done some recording in the nude to feel free, and she did. And then she told the Guardian in an article in 2021 <laughs> that I became superstitious about it, like in sports where you have to have your rabbit's foot, and ended up compelled to "quote unquote" skinny dip my way through most of the album, including Eternal Flame. Now, what they don't tell you is that, um, yeah, Olivia Newton-John did that, but it was for Xanadu, so that was weird. Yeah, yeah, no. and I should say that that Hops also says that she was completely like. Uh, covered or masked she was behind a screen and you know she was mm-hmm. it wasn't like she was just <laughs> sitting out there completely <laughs> exposed because that sounds that feels kind of um exploitative by the yeah. uh by the producer but yeah so well, when she when she said she had to skinny dip her way through the album um i'm sure like she was in a pool um mm-hmm. right, with, <laughs> with a headset uh, and- on yeah, and they were they were just real careful with like all the electronics in the room. Sure. Like uh thought, so sing into the microphone but not like too close. Yeah, be careful. Be careful. I thought I thought that story was going to end with her telling like the newspaper about that and then Olivia Newton-John reaching out and being like, "What the hell are you talking about? I never did that." <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she says Olivia Newton-John comes out strongly like, "No, I would put on more clothing." <laughs> I was I would put on a parka. Yeah, I was When I recorded. I was famous for putting on parkas and big galoshes before I recorded. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's and the producer right. was like, "Hey, Olivia, the song's called Have You Never Been Mellow? I mean, so... Yeah. Like, I, you know what? You're right. Or she Bring says... Bring cool in here. Yeah. Or she says, you know what? I, I wasn't sure I was... I guess I was kind of naked, but I was wearing one of those big barrels like you see in like com- <laughs> old-timey comedies. <laughs> so I recorded my yeah. whole album like I was going down the, yeah, yeah. the Niagara Falls. 
No, yeah, I, I just lost all my money in uh, the 1929 <laughs> stock <depression>. market crash, <laughs> and so I was wearing a barrel. And that was back in the time when I was I was eating one bean amongst me and yeah. two friends, and we would slice it really thin. It was a rough time. Uh, yeah. uh, but some great music. Some great yeah, music. but that barrel puts a whole new perspective on. I honestly love you. So, <laughs> yep. So shortly after this, they they had they were touring constantly Europe, uh, European tours all over the place. And in 1989, after the stress of the business and exhaustion, and some say jealousy towards the media's focus on Susanna Hoffs, the band broke up. Uh, and they stayed that way until they came back together in 1998 to record the single Get the Girl for the movie Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. I, sh- I should say, talking a little bit about uh, the, the focus of Susanna, Hoff, uh, Susanna Hoffs as the front woman, I can see how this would be, be jealousy because they, they all wrote songs together. They all had vocals. It just so happened that they pulled out Susanna Hoff's songs as the singles and mm-hmm. they were all collaborative. So I think that definitely could feed into it that where because they wanted to almost be like a Beatles esque kind of group where they're all doing a little bit of everything. And so I could see where that can get sticky after, especially when you've hit that, that level of success, right? I mean, it is. It's a very common story. Yes, unfortunately. I mean, I think that's what happened to the Go Go's, with sure. uh, with Belinda Carlisle, and I mean, there's a million other stories. I mean, even the Beatles broke up, too, right, George, somewhat because right. of jealousy. That's so, right. I mean, that's true. You know, it's it's just kind of inevitable, unfortunately, unless you have yeah. like a really strong core. But I understand. Look, yeah, you guys, it's tough. If it could happen to Zach Attack, it could happen to guys, any band. It's Thank so you. true. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't go back to the max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I although mean, just based anyone... on the name, they weren't really like an ensemble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the the weird thing was um, the but the person the media focused on in Zack Attack was uh, Screech's robot. That's that he was the so breakout weird. star. So weird. <laughs> so that was that's where the jealousy came from. Yeah, yeah. Jealous of that robot. <laughs> Who isn't though? Who isn't? <laughs> Anyway, so at- marry, marry me, Lisa. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so after they got back to do this single for the for the movie, uh, which was, by the way, that movie was uh, directed by Susanna Hoff's husband. So that's where that connection came from. Oh, okay. okay so okay, yeah, uh, I forget his name. So apologies, Dan. Look it up. So from that reunion, that led to them touring in 2000 and starting recording together again. And they, in 2003, they released their album Doll Revolution to, uh, to, you know, the critics, the critics enjoyed it and it was a big hit in Germany, but it didn't chart really in other markets. Oh, okay. I figured I would look up this guy and he'd be some dude I never heard of, but it's his, her, her husband is Jay Roach. Yes. That's, that's that. what I meant. I, here's the thing. I didn't want to call him like Mr. Roach and not be completely sure that his last name was Roach. <laughs> no, so yeah, fine. Jay Roach. That's right. He's just, he just, he directed a lot of like nineties and 2000 comedies. Yes. So. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. Interesting. 
So up to this point, even with the reunion, it was Susanna Hoffs, the Petersons, and Michael Steele who had all been the the sort of main the Bengals. They were the Bengals. But in 2005, mm-hmm. Michael Steele left the band, and Abby Travis, another bass player, joined the band, but she was later fired in 2008. But they continued to tour and record throughout the, the uh, you know, throughout like 2000, the teens, I guess. And in 2018, the original bassist, Annette Zelinskis, rejoined the band. What? So wait, how long is she gone for? Uh, when did she leave? Like she... 1983? Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's in awesome. in 83. Uh, like 83, probably yeah. 83, 84. Yeah, isn't that great? I love it. What if she like, what if she like had no idea that they, she was like, hey, what you guys been up to? You, guys. <laughs> you you had a, like, you had a number one what Christopher uh, who huh? what what are you saying I haven't been paying attention to the music industry for the last forty years what what happened <laughs> yeah 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 I live on you guys a still playing in bars boat. or what yeah what's going on, <laughs> I live on a houseboat. you guys still going in by the, the banks yeah 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 exactly what's the deal I live in a in a houseboat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and I have no way <laughs> of getting any contact with the mainland. Oh my god! Anything happened with that guy Christopher that was always hanging around? Uh, yeah, what's that guy doing? He no. ever, uh, he ever write any songs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ever write any songs? Is he, uh, he died of what? He, he died. He sings. Oh my god! Does he sing too? Wow. Mm. So mm-hmm. anyway, so that dance what? Huh? So who? According to their website, I mean, I haven't seen anything. They're still they're still together. They still do touring, obviously, up till 2020. I don't know what they've been doing since the pandemic. Who knows? But I do like uh, they on their website. They call sort of their fan base, not the fan base, but like what they're doing. They call it Bangalonia. I like that. Oh, um, I like that. So the like what you're That's doing fun. is what's up in Bangalonia. I like it, hmm. but they are a quintessential, you know, all female rock band and some of the best music of the eighties. And I mean, it's just, they're, they're great. They're great. Thank you, Rachel for that. That was awesome. As always, uh, let's take a quick break and we come back. We'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with lessons learned. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look guys, there's no question that the last few years have been a bit rough. Maybe you're feeling scared or anxious or confused and you just need someone to talk to. Heck, it would be weirder if you didn't. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work. Or you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles. And start feeling better, because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really all about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And as a special offer to Story Song Podcast listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash storysong, all one word. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash storysong. 
Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Let's say Michael. Let's say yeah. the lessons you learn. Okay. The lessons you learn Meeny, meeny, miny, Michael. <laughs> I actually learned two things from this song. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's well, you can only day. give us one. Don't you dare give two. <laughs> we have very strict rules on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and we never go off topic. Do so. not veer from protocol. All right. Okay. Give so what two. I'll do is I'll give you one lesson and a bonus. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay that's good. So I learned, uh, one, I learned, look, trains and buses and commuting, it's, it's all kind of, it's random, you know, there, yeah. you, you sure. could be late for work one day and that's not great. So it's best probably just to be that guy that sleeps in the office every night. Oh, okay. yeah. Everybody loves that sure, guy. Sure, sure, Makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Just like crawl yeah. up under your desk and uh, you're there before everybody else. Yeah. So you get to be the one who judges everyone. Like, oh, oh, someone, I guess the trains were late today. Mm-hmm. I've been here for 16 days. Yeah. yeah. The whole time. I've been yeah. here this whole time. <laughs> I have one suit and I wash it in the washroom sink. So <laughs> I dry it in the microwave. So. <laughs> and now. <laughs> The whole office <laughs> smells like wet microwave suit. <laughs> so I'm doing A-OK. I'm going to be honest with you. This suit is not meant for a microwave. <laughs> no. Oh, man. It doesn't say not do not microwave on here, but I think they probably just assumed to yeah, do it's that. Implied. But it's implied. Yeah, yeah. it's implied. Yeah. It's an implied do not microwave. <laughs> um, it is dishwasher safe, though, which is great. <laughs> um, Top rack. Top rack only. Yeah. Yes. Oh, top rack only. Yeah. 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 Uh, the other thing that I learned was, mm-hmm. I didn't know this, but I learned why the Beatles broke up, and that is mm-hmm. because apparently Paul McCartney was already in Wings. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah. And they wrote and recorded Hey Jude, which yeah, is yeah. not cool because the Beatles had a recording out at the same time, and the, the Wings version went to number one. No. So sad. Based yeah. entirely on our conversation and no research. <laughs> <laughs> That is what I learned. <laughs> and I refuse to look it up. So Oh yeah, I'm not gonna do that. No. Um awesome. Well here's what I learned. Mm-hmm. Let's guys, let's say you're gonna write a song. Okay. Um I know you don't want to think about it, but that that song will, you know, time will go by. Sure. Play it on the radio, like it's gonna move over to like classic radio and then like oldies or whatever. My point being that like this song will become a legacy thing mm-hmm. after a while. So throw in somewhere in the song, there's not, you know, beginning, middle, end, whatever you're going to do, throw in a couple of like economic indicators of like what's going on, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe a couple <laughs> like headlines, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, if, if your song is about like how much you love a person and then, you know, just be like, uh, bread costs $3 or whatever. And just yeah. so, so like yeah. in the future, people can know. Like, oh, that's how, th- it's almost like a, it's almost like a time capsule. Sure. Yeah. sure. You know what I mean? Just throw a couple of things in there. You know what I mean? Mets are looking great this year. Hoping they go all the way. Just like in the middle of the song. Yeah. Just to be able to be like, oh yeah, right. Oh, that means that, it, that, it, that song could have been written in one of like five years. <laughs> <laughs> one of them being 1986. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So and that would have made a lot of sense. 1986, 2000, maybe 2015. <laughs> all right. We don't need to go into that. Again, Michael. <laughs> and we hit a nerve. 
Hey, guess who's seven and a half games ahead in in the in the National League East right now? As of the recording um, of this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, as release, guys. As of the release of this podcast, who knows? I can't be any clearer. And the season's guys, over. Date, <laughs> date your stuff. Um, they all died in a plane crash. Okay, Rachel, what have you learned? I learned that you get yourself a weekly planner. Mm-hmm. And you put in, you put in when you're going to get down with your lover. And that way you don't have to worry about <laughs> it and you can plan yeah, and yeah. then it won't be such a manic Monday. That's the thing. You know, make a schedule, make a schedule, stick nothing... to that schedule. Wool. Yeah. Guys, this is so important. There is nothing sexier than carefully scheduling. Yes. Your intimate time and then sticking to that schedule. Right. No matter what, no matter you know what, what I'm saying. Absolutely. There's nothing more romantic than no spontaneity whatsoever <laughs> right. and sticking yeah. very close yeah. to your to your predetermined yeah. times yeah. yeah you know yeah, what's yeah. real awesome. sexy and a turn on yeah bullet journaling <laughs> so punctuality hello that's what yeah yeah really gets start the on motor time running. start on time end on time that's what i say <laughs> um it's almost as if <laughs> Do you think uh, Afternoon Delight was like a response song to, to Manic Monday? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just ahead of time. Hey, you don't, yep. you, don't, you don't want to be late for work, but you do have a lunch right. break. That's right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get that in. Get it. Get it. That's, it's like writing a term paper again. Like, get it done early. Right. Yeah. Get right. it, done, get it, it. <laughs> done the first night, and then you have the whole weekend. You, you don't have to weekend. worry about That's it. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, all right. Well, this has been the Story Song Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you could follow us on the socials like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, that would be great. And if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, we would certainly appreciate it. We'll be back next episode with another great Story Song. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Cazell. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the story Remember that time we did it, like, and just randomly forgot to clap? Yeah. <laughs> like, out of nowhere? That's right. And not one of us noticed? Yeah. All right, we're back. Should we hit record? <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.